How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Guys, welcome to the TRM Show. My name is Matthew Park, and we are in the Grand Caymans, and I'm here with what I call him the marketing ninja with Seven Mile Media. This guy is a ninja. His name is Aaron Parkinson. How is the big, bad Aaron Parkinson doing this morning, guys? I am excited because I'm doing your podcast in my office. <laughs> and I'm actually in an office right now, guys. It's probably three times as big as mine with all these windows. Aaron actually has been an influential part with TRM and growing this brand over the last three years. He has been a marketing machine ninja for over 20 years in the industry. He was involved before Google was even born, just so you guys know. So he's the kind of guy that you go, you go to as the grandmaster and learning what they were doing 20-some years ago, what they're doing now, you know, 20 years later. How do you actually grow and scale your digital company to the next level? This is the guy you – this is where all the big guys go to is to Aaron. You won't see him online, though, because the guy always gets referrals uh, from all kinds of companies all over the world. So Aaron, it's a pleasure to have you here today, buddy. I'm so thankful to be in your office, by the way. Yes, and I want to point out that you got the higher chair, so I look like a midget. But look at my beautiful hair. All right. <laughs> like, I got the gelled up, clean hair. Even though I'm losing half of my hair right now. Um, but just so you guys know, Aaron actually has the coolest hair thing, hair growing kit ever. I do, yeah. You know? Um, it's over, like, almost like a space kit in the far corner behind you. indeed. But uh, that's something for a different day. Bro. Yeah, I think so. That's <laughs> that. We'll do a hair growth episode. <laughs> How to build your best hair online. Yes. Yes, yeah. that would be a, we can make a product maybe. I think we should, yeah. you know, well, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see. I just started with it. We'll, we'll see how it turns out and get proof of concept first. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But I got to say that shirt looks really good in you right now. It does. You Doesn't know, it? and I swear you were doing push-ups before. But you I wasn't. Doing, you know, you weren't, no, but your pecs fit well. Thank you. You know, and your arms actually look pretty jacked. Well, I've been, you know. my arms in here too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've been slacking a bit on the arms lately. I got some work to do. But you're way more tan than me, but just so you know. Oh no! You know, look at that beautiful red glow that you have right now. You know, <laughs> so I'm actually in the camera right now with my beautiful wife and kids visiting this amazing man over here with with Liz and History Boys or Boys the Kids. I'm sorry, Aaron. And we're here, and we're going to bring you guys an episode, guys, around this one topic that Aaron is a master at teaching with people all over the world around how do you build and put your brand actually out there in the fitness space that actually gets you more leads, more authority, more trust in the marketplace. Who better than this man over here to teach you guys that actual technique? Without further ado, guys, we'll kind of, before we kind of go there, Aaron, you mind sharing a couple of words first off on just sort of like your journey? Because, man, you've been like seeing – you've seen everything in the marketing world for so many years, man. Yeah. I mean I started in 2004, um, was self-taught, spent about 100000 of not my money um, learning um, how to you know, break into the digital space. Uh, Figured some things out, had one of the largest online education platforms for about a decade in the 2000s, had 100,000 students in 80 countries, um, then launched a weight loss company yeah, well, with right um, Kim Lyons from the Biggest Loser TV show, um, had my own phone app, had my own supplement line, built that up to about 600,000 users worldwide. Uh, it was called Automatic Body. Uh, then I built a female fashion line uh, called Grace Cali Designs, a boho beachwear line, built that up to about eight figures in 18 months, um, sold that, and then started my agency five years ago, uh, Seven Mile Media, which is named after Seven Mile Beach here in the Cayman Islands. Um, and now, 
you know, at any given time, we're spending about 10 million a month on paid ads across uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, TikTok, uh, the whole shebang. So that's the condensed version with many, many mistakes along the way. Um, but that's part of this game is the faster you can make the mistakes, the faster you can collect data, the faster you can uh, pivot your strategy. Um, so mistakes are not only uh, something you shouldn't avoid, but something you should be trying to make as fast as possible to collect data for your next move. So that's that's the marketing world, really. Oh, it's called marketing ninja, man. You're the marketing ninja. You know, let's face it. You know, marketing, marketing ninja, marketing grandmaster. What do you call yourself? You've been around for so many <laughs> freaking years. And the funny part is, guys, he knows a lot of people in the marketing world that are very influential people in the world, and they've built through a lot of things that Aaron teaches him, obviously coached him on over the years. So we won't go there on this day's episode. It's a different day. But I figured, why not? Do you want to do, do, you, want, do you want to do a pose off to kind of get things? A pose off. You know, like who's got a better better pose going on here? You know. <laughs> You're getting me at my at my oh, lowest. You're bro. getting me my lowest but, right now. So if I win, you should you should be shamed. But that's why I was like I was like, why not when you're right now? You're at your you know, <laughs> <laughs> throwing out the curveball, man. So let's get to our topic, bro. We got 20 minutes to kind of go here to kind of share all your well, you can share hours of nuggets of, of wisdom, but yeah, I'll try um, to condense it into something that's usable information sure. for today. So in in the in the health and, and fitness industry, which I'm a huge fan of, obviously it's all about results right yeah and so when you're marketing your gym your personal training business your health practice you know etc etc everybody in the world already wants and knows that they should have this outcome they want the outcome they know they should have the outcome because it's obviously you know life expectancy related right the only thing that they're trying to figure out or things i should say are Number one, can you get the result? Do you know what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. And two, what are you like as a person? Are you going to fit their, you know, emotional makeup, right? So when you're growing that business, the key is to be able to relay the answer to those two questions as often as possible into the marketplace, because if you, if people can see that you can get the result and they see what you're like as a person to see if your personality match, then eventually it breaks away at their resistance over time Mm -hmm. until that one day that, you know, they finally make the decision to do something. You're the go-to decision in their mind. They're not, they're not shopping around at that point. They're saying, I want to work with that person. And, And so what I teach to a lot of people is the concept of paid and organic content. And a lot of people say, well, I know I'm supposed to make content. I just don't know what I'm supposed to put out there. Right. And the easiest, quickest framework I can give you is that you want to make your content in three pillars. And it's really, really easy in weight loss and fitness because the three pillars that are going to get people the result that they want, that's going to take them from pain to desired outcome are number one, nutrition, Mm -hmm. right? Number two, um, call it fitness, exercise, working out. Right. And number three is biochemistry, right? Which is, you know, 
hormone balancing and mm -hmm. all the different elements that come along, like where are they at? Are they in menopause? Are they not in menopause? Are they, you know, is testosterone high, estrogen, this, that? They need to understand their biochemistry, right? So if you really want to establish yourself as an authority and you start making one to two minute bite-sized pieces of content inside of each one of those pillars. And so, for example, if we were talking about the nutrition pillar, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, you know, the, the number one thing you shouldn't eat after six o'clock, right? Um, how many grams of protein should you be eating a day if you want to put on muscle or you want to lose weight or, you know, how many glasses of water should you really be consuming in a day to stay hydrated for, you know, you know, maximum muscle gain or maximum weight loss or, you know, um, you know, carbs, you know, myth or, or truth, right? Like, should we eat carbs? Should we not eat carbs? What kind of carbs? How many carbs? Like, you can see like all these different micro bite-sized pieces of content that you can make in that pillar, right? If you shoot those pieces of content in video and you push them out to your social media, i.e. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, you know, truth just came out, um, Snapchat, wow. like there's, there's whatever LinkedIn, you know, whatever you're on and you start to build this Rolodex of content, then people start to perceive you mm -hmm. as an authority. Mm -hmm. But the challenge, as you and I both know, is that Facebook and Instagram are lessening the reach that you have to your followers. You know, I mean, think Facebook right now, if you make a post only reaches about 10% yeah. of your followers, Instagram might be 20%. TikTok right now is 100%. That's how all social media outlets start is they let you reach 100%. And then over time, they restrict that because they want you to pay, of course, right? So you can't just, in my opinion, do it on an organic basis. You have to do it on an organic basis and put little tiny micro budgets behind it, you know, five bucks a day, right? To push that content outside of your organic reach into the area that you want to target, right? If you've got a gym, you're targeting, you know, your area plus 15 miles, let's just say, right? If you're doing a, a nationwide campaign, because maybe you're all digital, mm -hmm. then you can push that to the entire country, right? And over time, what happens is you get a bunch of people consuming your content. And if they're seeing you all the time and they're seeing you offer all of this great, valuable information, mm -hmm. you're starting to establish yourself as the authority in their head. So I always start with like, hey, let's do 20 great, valuable pieces of content, right? Then the next the sort of layer is the get to know me part, right? So it's get to know what I know, then it's get to know me, yep. right? So the get to know me is like your origin story, your, your differing opinions on the industry, you know, your unique angles on the ways that you approach things, um, testimonials or case studies from other people, um, even like demonstrations, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I very, I very rarely see you know, personal trainers, for example, stop and film, you know, one of their clients and say like, Hey, like this person had lower back problems or this person had shoulder problems, or this person was, you know, overweight. So what we're working on today is X, Y, Z. And you can see when you do it this way, it gets the result, right? Like we're always in the business doing things, helping people, but 
very few and far between are we stopping to document it and explain it and put it in front of the masses so that they can get inside the mind of your authority, right? right? And posting those things organically, but then also putting these micro budgets behind them to ensure that you're completely saturating your local geography or the country in this particular case. Um, It is is something that we almost feel like we're too busy to do. Like I don't have time for that. And and to be honest, if you're full, you know, maybe you feel like you don't have time for that, right? Like I'm too busy with my clients, et cetera, et cetera. But if you wrap your mind around the idea that you're never full, right? You're just undercharging, right? Right. Then you start to see things through a different lens because you have to think like if you're full Mm -hmm. and you're charging clients $50 an hour, then in your mind, you're like, well, I don't need to do any marketing. I'm always full. I make $50 (laughs) an hour. Right. But if you have a hundred people on the wait list, then the common sense thing to do is as people drop off, bring on new people and charge those people a hundred dollars an hour. And then over six months, you've got the same size of business, but you're making twice as much money and repeat the process, Mm -hmm. right? Well, now I'm 150 bucks an hour. Now I'm 200 bucks an hour. And you just see where like the the capacity goes, but you can't do that if you don't have a wait list Mm -hmm. and you don't have a wait list if you're not constantly marketing. So it's a vicious cycle, right? That you're probably cutting yourself short, Right. right? And obviously then the last pieces of content that you want to shoot are really like direct offers to the audience, Mm -hmm. right? Hey, it's January. If you want to get in the best shape of your life, I'm sure you've seen my videos online. You know, we're taking on 10 clients this month to help them lose 10 pounds in the next 60 days. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to connect with me, here's my link to my website or send me a direct message or whatever. So you want to be Mm -hmm. in each piece of content that you do, you always want to be looping in some type of call to action, right? Right. Like if you want to learn more about me, go here. Or if you want to speak to me about, you know, your personal goals, send me a DM or whatever your preferential call to action is. Right. Right. But you, you want to be constantly educating because we are conditioned since the invention of television in the fifties to view people who are on a screen all the time Mm -hmm. as educated, credible, and powerful, right? So if you're not constantly on the screen, you're not taking advantage of what really in in my world, social media is, which is direct access to people's screens, right? I'm not on social media looking for cat videos, right? I'm on social media building authority and building my business, right? And, And really, I think, and I'll ask you this, like, Everybody knows they're supposed to do this, but yeah. what do you think are like the biggest challenges or, or fears in the trainer world around doing this? Like, what do you see as people's reasons for not? Is it, is it time? Is it, I don't feel good on camera. Is it like, what do, what do you think stops people? It's funny you mentioned because I think the one of the biggest things I noticed definitely is like they don't they don't, they don't want to get too busy too fast. They're scared mm. of putting themselves out in the marketplace, and you know they might be ridiculed or or you know or they may not they might someone actually may challenge actually challenge their opinion on, on their actual oh. content. 
I've seen that before. Yeah. I also see them out there, obviously out there, like they're scared to go on camera period because they just want to go and just write stuff and not go on camera because they don't want to make a mistake or they want to fumble their words or they don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. They just kind of avoid the camera totally. Right. Right. I've kind of seen all those different areas from what we've seen at TRM probably over the last five years. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's address those one by one. Sure. So if you look at any, let's take weight loss as yep. was one sector, right? If you look at any major weight loss commercial, Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, Jenny Craig, mm -hmm. Keto, I don't care what it is, yeah. right? What's the number one thing that they have in their TV ads? The TV ads. Okay. They usually have statistics, stats. Okay. They have um, uh, testimonials. Testimonials. That's a big one, testimonials. Right. Um, and some kind of like result of what's happened, like from somebody, which is kind of a testimonial. Like a before and after. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the reason why they have testimonials is because as buyers, we trust other people's, um, opinion more than the person who's selling. True. Right. Because that's how we're conditioned as humans is we, we believe word of mouth. Right. True. So by interviewing your clients or getting testimonials from your clients, we're tapping into the the limbic system, which is where trust and tribe and gut feeling come from. And that's actually where the buying decisions are made, right? So if you're not doing that, mm. you are leaving a huge, you can't do that through writing, 100%. right? So you're leaving that huge piece, that's cerebral. Writing yeah. is cerebral and testimonials are emotional and limbic, which is where the buying is done, right? And before and afters give people the ability to see themselves through that person. So those are both visual mm -hmm. examples of how successful Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, Jenny Craig are, right? Yeah. But I find very few personal trainers or gym owners will publish testimonials true, or publish befores and afters of their clients and obviously get permission first, but most people are happy yeah. to do it because they're so thrilled about the result they got 100%. because that's the part of the body that makes the buying decision. Right. Like if you were to say, okay, what's the one thing I don't want to do content. Give me one thing that I'll, this only thing I'm going to post for the next year, I'd say interview one of your clients. You've always told me the same thing. Right. We've coached together. Yeah. Right? Interview one of your clients every yeah. single week and ask them about <laughs> their experience with you. Right. Yeah. Ask them, where were you when you started? What were you worried about? How was it? What's the outcome? Yeah. Right. And then give them, give your viewers a call to action, right? If you're in the same spot and you want the same results, visit my website, send me a DM, whatever, because anything that they say is going to be 10 times more oh. believed than what you say. hundred percent. Right. So if you're not doing that and you're trying to hide behind a computer, you're missing like 90% 100%. of the buying, you know, psychology. Yeah. Right. The other one you mentioned is they're going to be ridiculed, right? I don't want to, you know, ruin the end of the movie yeah. for everybody. Yeah. But the fact is you will be ridiculed all the time because everybody's a keyboard warrior these days and there's going to be haters. But if you can shift your mindset around, um, they're not haters, they're super fans. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, what? Right. Like, that's, why, a, good, that's a good shift. Why would somebody, how could I view them as a super fan when they're saying horrible, nasty, but you got to think about this for somebody to stop think about a comment, write it, post it. The amount of investment of emotional energy in there is incredible, mm -hmm. right? Either one, they're extremely, um, 
uh, what's the right word? Lacking in confidence, insecure, right? But probably more likely they're a super fan. They're following you and investing time in commenting on your stuff. They're yeah. just, they're just insecure. They're just broken, right? So they don't know how to express themselves properly. So they express themselves through hate, right? For lack of a better word. Every single person who has an audience that is massive has their super fans. Of course. They're 100%. haters. Yeah. Right. And actually those people taking time to make comments actually help the algorithm spread it to more people because there's engagement happening. So actually doing you a huge favor. Yep. Right. So when you see them, you almost want to be like, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> helping continue to spread you know, my stuff. Right. And, and if you want to be successful in business, there's going to be people who like what you do. And there's going to be people who don't like what you do. In fact, if you do it right, there should be a very clear line 100%. between that. If you want to watch Simon Sinek start with why, right? He said, your goal is not to do business with everybody. Your goal is to do business with people who believe what you believe. So if you do business with people who believe what you believe, there's going to be a whole group of people over here who don't believe mm -hmm. what you believe. Right. And and when you clearly like create that division between what you believe and what you don't believe, right, you end up having fans versus customers. And the For greatest sure. example is that bar, right? That's yep. on my floor, right? Yep. The X3 bar. Right. That guy came out and said, Why body like why lifting weights is a waste of time. Right? Well, he just pissed off like a lot of people half of the fitness world yep. in an instant, right? And then he said, Well, let me explain why you know, it's bad for joints, it's weight bearing, it's this, it's that, whatever, you know, we should, we should be using bands, not plates. And here's all the science to back it up, whatever. Well, all the people that bought his thing and follow him, they're like tribal because they believe what he believes, yeah. but all the people who don't believe in it, they're like, he's an idiot. It's a good point though, because it brought up controversy. Absolutely. Which obviously creates an opportunity for you to carve a path to like get those loyal tribal followers, Correct. Them, which, which obviously builds brand authority. Absolutely. It does. And it builds right. a much deeper bond mm. with your customers. You don't want to have transactional customers because then a lot of the times they're just deciding whether or not, you know, your price is better than his price or your, your value is better than his value. When you actually start to speak what you think and voice what you believe and maybe even more importantly, voice what you don't believe. Yeah. Right. Then the people who, are in tune with that. They go, yeah, like he gets me, she gets me, you know, I'm going to work with them versus just being this like generic blase yeah. information source. So I want to ask you a question regarding like, you've worked with some very, very big companies over the years, like mm -hmm. taking like six figure to seven figure to mm -hmm. eight figure and beyond mm -hmm. companies. Can you pick a fitness brand that you've built, obviously beyond TRM, a different brand outside of TRM that you've built a fitness brand, maybe it's somebody else you've built over the years. And what was one of the most important things you did with that brand that you built, mm -hmm. uh, fitness brand, maybe it was online or whatever you built, right? Mm -hmm. That helped build their brand authority. And maybe it is around what you've already talked about, but I'm kind of curious if you give an example, not to give any names, but just kind of an example. Um, I'll just use my own example, which was my own company, which was Automatic Body, because okay, cool. I have the most insight into that, right? Awesome. Is when, when we developed Automatic Body, it was to disrupt the weight loss sector and the whole like, 10 pounds in 10 minutes uh, thing. Cause I thought it. that that was nonsense. Yeah. Right. Like my perspective was that if you are morbidly obese, right. There's a, a lot of psychological patterns that have to be broken down 
slowly over time, or you're going to rebound back to where you were. You have so much, you know, tension on the elastic, so many limiting beliefs that to just throw something random at you, like eat keto for two weeks, you're going to do it. You're going to lose 20 pounds and then you're going to be right back where you started because we haven't, we haven't reestablished the patterns. Right. So I came into the marketplace and said, I'm going to create a six month weight loss program where you make one change every single week. And everybody said to me, you're an idiot. Nobody's going to do a six month weight loss program. Nobody, nobody wants to invest that amount of time, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, I think there's a sector of the, of the, you know, population that you're right. They don't. Yeah. Right. But there's also a sector of the population that's tired of doing all of these 10 pounds in 10 minutes diets. And what they want is a complete lifestyle change. So I'm going to go out and speak about that. Mm. And I'm going to make fun of all of the competitors over here and how ridiculous they are. (laughs) Right. And I'm going to attract people who believe what I believe. So I said, we're going to make one change a week. We're going to monitor it. I had a phone app to hold them accountable. We could track their statistics. Um, a lot of people were putting the wrong things in their body. So I said, well, we're going to make a protein shake. We're going to make a natural energy drink. We're going to make a very high dosage herbal metabolism booster shot to give them that little extra kick. Right. And we introduced it at different phases along the way slowly. Right. So, I mean, the first week map was your job this week is to drink eight glasses of water a day. Simple. And so many people were like, what kind of program is this? Yeah. Right. And I went, because you all are like dry as the Sahara desert and yeah. your body can't process anything. Yeah. And then, so people would complain that like, what's this, this first week is drinking water. This is stupid. Right. And then three days in, they would call in, they would, they would email in and complain mm-hmm. about this is too much water. Mm-hmm. I'm having to go to the bathroom like three times a day. I've got a job to do. I can't be drinking this much water. And I'm oh, laughing going, it's eight glasses of water. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. asking you to drink 25 glasses of I'm totally. actually eight right and you're complaining that it's too much mm. right and so it was funny how like how, how people's patterns were so established and then just to get them to do the basic things yeah was hard now imagine i'd thrown 12 things in in that first week they can't even freaking drink water let alone 12 more things right they can't right so i i approached it from a different angle and in, and in my case as well i actually approached it um from a different marketing angle so what I did is I gave them the program for free. Mm, oh, they could download the app, which had the complete program okay. in it for free. Um, if they wanted one-on-one support or if they wanted supplements or if they wanted custom meal plans or whatever, those were add-ons. Okay. Right. So I also, number one, I was saying, I'm only going to ask you to make one change per week. I'm going to give you a program that's going to get you off the hamster wheel forever. And it's free. Yeah. And so we had 600,000 people sign up in two years. Oh my gosh. Right. And then those people became customers of coaching, of supplements, of all the back end stuff, of all the, the back end products. And they finally felt like somebody got them. Like, oh. this is hard. I need time. I need to break my habits slowly. And we had, I mean, I can't even count the amount of people we had that lost over a hundred pounds but in what, that program. What kind of triggered, what triggered me kind of interesting is obviously you, you gave the app for free. Yep. So the first like almost like 10 days or whatever, whatever you guys offer in the front end. We gave it completely free. It was the whole program was free. Huh. Right? It was like a month long, the program was a six month, month program. That's a very example of like building brand authority, right? Right. And so once they caught in, they saw how good it was. Then when I was 
doing outbound messaging or emailing or whatever. And, and when they download the app, don't get me wrong, like there was upsells once they got of inside, course. like, do you want to add supplements? Do you want to add this? Do you want to add that? And there was a percentage of people that said yes right away. Right. And they bought them. Right. And so, um, you know, but they gave us a really like tribal audience that they're with you for six months now. So I could drip on them with all these other offers over time. And they, they almost felt this like need to reciprocate the value that I had given them. So when I offered them something to buy, they were super stoked to support us um, in that. And, and, mm. you know, that program was very, I wouldn't say controversial when we launched it. Um, we launched it with Kim Lyons, who's yep. a trainer from the biggest loser TV show. Um, I actually wrote the program and just got her sign off on it. Okay. You know, a lot of people think she created it and she did. I, I created it. And, and then she, <laughs> being the expert that we put the face on, yeah. the, on the brand, um, she signed off on it yeah. and she was the face through the entire program. Right. Um, you know, so it, it was controversial from the idea of like a six month weight loss program where you only change one thing per week was not what people were used to, but it's, right. I think it's why it worked. Of right? course. It was contrary to what build a habit, right? Right. Somebody putting out the X3 band of course. saying, throw away all your weights and you're only going to work out 15 minutes a day with this band. It's controversial. It's a controversial yeah. idea, right? Somebody saying, I only work with this niche of people. I only work with females 45 to 55 mm -hmm. years old who are in menopause is like, wow, that's, that's a very unique yeah. group, right? Like that you can, it's, it cuts through the noise of all the competitors, right? And what people have to remember is that a normal doctor, a GP, you know, makes $200,000 a year. A surgeon makes $800,000 a year. There's a good example. So if you can zone in on an idea or a niche or whatever and get really, really good at it, mm -hmm. you can charge exponentially more than your competition. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Guys, wasn't that valuable, guys? That was like half an hour of absolutely gold nugget wow. from Aaron that Parkinson. Went that went very, very quick. That was, <laughs> that was a lot of like note-taking examples right there. So guys, that is Aaron Parkinson, the marketing ninja, the marketing machine, Seven Mile Media, mm -hmm. right? Seven Mile what is, what is your website, website Aaron? It's, uh, you can just go to the easiest one. Just go work with sevenmile.com. There it is, guys. He is the guy that works with Ashley. You work with companies more so in the seven-figure though range, correct? Yeah, traditionally clients who come to us are sort of sitting in that seven figure range and they're trying to get to that eight figure range but you're also part of trm elite though i am part of trm elite you and i've been working together for a couple of years now I, I i like working with the fitness industry um, and myself just and well you as well <laughs> i just fucking you, man. but i like working with the i like I, I like working with the fitness industry because i've been in in the fitness world myself for a very long time as a as a user right um and as a company owner along the way and i just i feel really great when I work with fitness experts because I know how much impact they're having on the world. I was thinking now that we actually finish this podcast, I should, I should sitting here kind of in the office and I should do this, doing this actual podcast. When I move down here with the family, eventually mm -hmm. we'll just do TRM elite calls here. Perfect. You know, in front of the camera. Why not guys? Perfect. So Aaron Parkinson guys, that is your TRM show for you guys this week, guys on how to build brand authority in a fitness space. Follow Aaron guys at that, whatever he shared on the URL there a little while back, follow the TRM show guys, have an epic day guys. Keep staying strong, being awesome. Have an amazing day. Take care, guys. And the biceps. <laughs> I'm going to finish. <laughs>